You can keep declaring that name, Jesus. Woo! Come on, I feel him in this atmosphere. Come on, declare the name of Jesus. Come on, there's a great name that we must call on when we need him. We need to call on the name of Jesus. Come on, the Bible says that demons tremble at the name. And I dare you to make him tremble in your section. Begin to say, Jesus. Begin to call on the name of Jesus. Come on, he's got to go out of your house. He's got to get away from your address. He's got to get away from your children. He's got to get away from your neighbor. So I need you to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Woo, come on, call his name, Jesus. we just say thank you for moments in your presence God we say thank you for opening up our eyes to see you clearly today Father we say thank you there's a great expectation for the power of God that's already residing on the inside of us today God we are expecting you God we decrease somebody say decrease Say, we decrease so that you can increase. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, clap your hands if you really love. If I could sing, I would definitely be singing right now, but I can't. So y'all just going to have to get my scream. Y'all just make some noise for Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to get all our preliminaries out of the way so that we can have some fun. We're going to have some fun. I'm excited to be in God's presence. I already feel at home, so I feel like this is family. I've been watching your pastor. I watched her at, um, I wanted to be at Stephanie, uh, Pastor Stephanie Harrison's conference. And I heard she wrecked y'all this morning. Was the service powerful? Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Oh, hey. <laughs> so glad you're here. Oh my God. I'm, okay, now I'm real nervous. I was nervous when uh, Pastor Devin walked in the room, but now I'm really nervous. Both of the crab team, the double duo is in the building. So yeah, now I'm really nervous. But I'm excited to be in God's house. Amen. I'm going to introduce myself. Uh, Miss Amanda did an amazing job. Don't y'all love Pastor Amanda Crab? She is phenomenal, and um, I'm excited, and she invited me to her conference, her and Pastor Erin, and I really, y'all, I was like, who, me? Why me? But I believe that God had a word for the house, and I just believe that there's something called divine appointment and divine alignment, and I believe that we're in that moment right now, amen, for divine connections. So back to my story about your pastor. She was preaching, and I was sitting on my couch because I was mad because I wasn't there. But I was watching it from my couch, and I was sitting there, and I had turned the TVs off and made everybody be quiet because I wanted to hear. And y'all, she reared back and pretty much started almost hooping and preaching. And I got up. I know I was dancing and spinning in the middle of my living room because of the anointing that's on your pastor's life. I need you to do this with me. Help me celebrate this powerful woman of God, Pastor Devin Wallace. And she can't do it by herself. Y'all make some noise for Pastor Kevin Wallace. Oh my gosh. You all are tremendously blessed. And to every visitor that came today, we're grateful for you. To every guest speaker that's here, Pastor Stephanie, I don't know if she's in the building or not, but if so, we love you. And I love that ponytail. It was super cute. I'm going to get it one day. I don't have any hair, though, to connect it to. I don't. But, y'all, I get the opportunity today to preach a word that is really burning in my heart. 
is burning in my spirit. So if I end up on the 14th row, sitting back there, laid out on some top of somebody back there, y'all going to be okay with that? All right. All right, so we're not going to bore you. We're going to take you to the scriptures. We're going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter number 4, verse number 12. I bring you greetings all the way from Houston, Texas. Woo! Yes, you from Houston? Yeah, we like Houston. But I'm really a Dallas Cowboy fan, so. Okay. <laughs> Don't boo me now from the rest of the service because I said that, but. And I have an amazing husband, Bishop R.J. Matthews. Can y'all make some noise for my husband? I'm grateful for him. And he loves Pastor Kevin as well. We both be over there like, turn, turn, turn. Let's watch one of them. They're amazing. All right, so we're going to go to Ecclesiastes. We're going to read one verse, and then I'm going to read another verse, and then we're going to be done with verses. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter number 4, verse number 12b. And the Bible says, and if one prevail against him, we'll read the whole verse, two shall stand, withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. I'm going to read that again. And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him, but a threefold cord is not easily broken. So we're going to talk today about the secrets of revival. The secrets of revival. The secrets of revival. I was contemplating what we would minister about today, and God just started to deal with me. Again, this is a sermon that's burning in my heart. It's who I am. It's what I believe in. I'm passionate about it. So, again, if I start shouting and leave y'all behind, y'all just go with me. But I'm believing that today that God is going to touch the heart of somebody and reignite a flame in you. Somebody's been sitting on the back pew waiting for someone to call them forward. But I believe that today God is going to speak to you spirit to spirit. And he's going to begin to awaken the dreamer. He's going to begin to awaken the revivalist. He's going to begin to awaken the psalmist. He's going to awaken the dancer. He's going to awaken the intercessor. Wait a minute, y'all don't like that person because that's the least likely person that we talk about in the congregation because most of the time the intercessors are behind the scenes. They're never out front, but those are the ones that are holding the walls up. So I'm coming for you today. I don't know if you are an intercessor. I don't know if you are a prayer warrior, but I'm coming for you today to awaken your intercession again. I'm about to awaken that burning desire to pray. I'm about to awaken that burning desire to seek the face of God again and to get out of Facebook and get our faces back in his book. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. You can hold it. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming for people that have sat to the side and said, you know what? We're going to allow the pastor to lead us and the worship leader to lead us. But God is saying, I'm looking for those that are on fire for me, that are not going to wait until a sermon is preached. But there is a fire that is burning on the inside of me. Like Jeremiah said, it's just like fire. Shut up in my Bones. It's just like fire. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming to awaken that schoolgirl that used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm coming for you. The one that used to stay up late at night just so you could have a visitation with God. I'm coming for you. And not only am I coming, but God's coming with me because he said, I need my daughter back on the wall again. I need my intercessors back on the wall again. Come on, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're a little different. You may be a little weird. You may be a little, may act a little odd, but you're not crazy. You're right in the middle of his will. Came to help give identity to what you've been trying to figure out. God, what are you saying? 
We're going to give clarity in this moment. So God began to talk to me. He said, daughter, there is a need for revival. And I said, why? He said, one, he said, life circumstances have caused our women of God to be stripped. He said, they've been stripped, stripped of a few things. You've been stripped of your sanity, stripped of your energy to the point where you are depleted and don't have a desire to move forward. He said, you've been stripped, woman of God, of your power. You've been stripped of your dreams. You've been stripped of your desires. You've been stripped of your dignity. Come on, because they're plastering women all across the board with no clothes on. And they're completely taking away the essence and the beauty that God made for a woman. And God is saying, I'm about to restore her beauty. I'm about to restore the one that I said was fit and wonderfully made he said I'm about to restore her back to me stripped you of your identity stripped you of your dignity stripped you of your emotions you don't know what to do you've been set back you've been pulled back you've been pulled on you've been pushed down you've been oppressed you've been frustrated you've been aggravated you've been molested you have felt like nobody loved you you have felt like you were alone but God said I'm coming for you and because you've been distributed, some of you have been divorced. Some have been defeated. Some have been discouraged. 2020 brought a lot of job losses, a lot of transitions, a lot of change in your finances. But I trust me, there is a word for you. Some of you have felt destitute and depleted because your bank account was depleted. Okay, wait, 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 that was just me. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. When it go in the red, I kind of get scared. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. That's just me, Pastor Man. It's just me. Depleted because our bank accounts were low. Distressed over the decreased efforts to improve our school districts, but nothing is changing. Depression has hit you in such a way you haven't changed your garments in years. You've been wearing all black, and people are trying to figure out what's going on with you. Your emotions are no longer there. You used to smile, but you don't smile anymore. You used to praise, but you don't praise anymore. I'm coming for you. You used to dance, but you don't dance anymore because you were depleted. But today God says, I'm coming to revive you. You've seen death of loved ones, sisters, aunts, cousins in multiple uh, cities and states, people dying all across America. So we've seen death. Not only that, but you've seen disobedient children. I'm the only mother in here. Y'all got great kids. Mine the only ones I have to every now and then. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not, I don't know. All right, the, uh, death of loved ones, disobedient children, devastating house fires, decrease in prayer attendance, you guys, and increase in violent crimes. There is a need for revival. So let me ask this in the room. How many of you say we need a revival? I'm going to give you three secrets to uh, obtaining and maintaining a prayer life, I mean a revival life, a revived life. The first thing God began to talk to me about was our need to initiate prayer in our lives. Prayer is constant communication with God. Now, most of us feel like, or if you came from the church that I came from, we would say, Jesus on the main line. Oh, I got some witnesses. <laughs> Jesus is on the main line. We're going to tell him what we want. And that's all we've been doing is telling him what we want. We do know he's not a genie in the bottle type guy. We don't always have to spend 24 hours of prayer praying over um, all the things that we need. What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for my family? But he's saying today he desires for us to pray for someone else. So prayer is a direct line. Somebody say direct line. It's your direct line of communication to God. I promise you I won't bore you. We're going to go to this scripture here because this one excited me. Can I come down at any point? Okay. I like to be down there where y'all at. 
Second Chronicles chapter number seven, verse number one. Y'all thought we were going to 14. <laughs> when I was thinking about igniting our prayer life, God began to say this to me. He said that in Second Chronicles 7, the Bible uh, indicates that there was a supernatural encounter that took place. The first thing that took place was, he said, when Solomon had finished praying, fire. I could put my mic down and run. Supernaturally, he said, when Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven. Wait, y'all missed it. Solomon was in the natural. But when he began to pray, he began to access the supernatural. I just came to debunk the myth that prayer doesn't change things. I just want to talk to some women that say that when you pray, nothing happens. I got to tell you that when you pray, heaven will respond if you open up your mouth and begin to pray again. Wait, 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 I found the wrong crowd. He said that it's a supernatural encounter. When prayer goes forth in the natural, God begins to move in the heavenlies on your behalf. Can I prophesy to you? If you take about 30 seconds right here and throw up your request in the natural, God is going to do something supernatural. Begin to pray. Woo, begin to pray. Let me use this. Let's use our heavenly tongues. Let's begin to pray in the spirit. Listen to me. Listen to me. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the spirit. He says, release it in the natural, and I'm going to do the supernatural. I'm waiting on you. 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 Come on, begin to pray. I promise you, we're going to turn this atmosphere into the atmosphere of heaven. If you just began to pray, he said, I want to put my super on your natural so that we can have supernatural results. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said that they began, David, I mean, not David, Solomon began to tap into the supernatural. He began to move beyond this earth realm and he began to move into the heavenly realm. When you get just a little bit of heaven, you get a little piece of heaven, things will begin to shift in the earth. If you get just a little bit of heaven, then things will shift in the earth this indicates to us that there is a place in prayer that we can go that Satan can't stop I'm gonna talk to the screen because if this screen starts speaking in tongues I just believe that we've got to get to the place where we stop believing in our own abilities and start resting in the ability of God. We got to go beyond ourselves and get over into, come on, somebody saying, I want supernatural results. Woo. God told me this. He told me this. He told me to prophesy this to you. So I came with a prophecy today. He told me to prophesy to you that this was supernatural September. Oh, you are supernatural sex. You got a couple of more days to press in. You got a couple of more days to pull out of the heavenlies. You got a couple of more days to pull on God to get your supernatural results. Supernatural. Look at somebody say supernatural. I know COVID is here, but you got to touch somebody. Shake them and tell them it's supernatural. September. 
Hold the music. He said this to tell you. He said, I'm going to release myself this month. Wait, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Y'all ain't catching it. He said, I'm going to release myself this month. Can you turn me up just a little bit so I can hear myself in the monitors? He said, I'm going to release myself this month. Y'all ain't hearing me. If you need joy, he is joy. He said, I am love, so I'm about to release love this month. But more than that, I'm Jehovah Jireh. Woo, come on, somebody praise him right there. I'm Jireh. I'm the God that provides. I'm the God that gives back in recompense. I'm the God that provides for you. That'll be different if your best friend told you that. But when I checked the results of God and I checked his track record, he's the God that has not failed. He's a God that cannot lie. Supernatural. Come on, I need 30 of you to say supernatural. A hundred of you to say supernatural. Somebody say it to you, bring it into your atmosphere. He said, I'm about to release supernatural. Not only that, y'all. Oh, this is stuff we can see. Ooh. But God said, I want to release some stuff that you can't see. See, we've been able to see the things that God's been able to do. But God said, I want to work behind the scenes. He said, I'm about to start doing stuff in the unseen. I'm going to start moving on your behalf. Somebody's got a son in prison. And I hear the Holy Ghost saying that there's about to be a supernatural release. Release him. Loose him and let him go. Supernatural, supernatural. Woo, supernatural. See, natural prayer meetings... We make noise. I'm about to throw this mic. In natural prayer meetings, we make noise. I'm about to. In natural prayer meetings, we're the ones that's speaking. In natural prayer meetings, we're the one that's praying. But when we get over into the supernatural, you start having Acts 16 kind of prayer meetings where earthquakes begin to happen. Earthquakes begin to shake and prison doors begin to come open. I'm in the room today with some women that God told me to tell you, Pastor Devin, that these women, some of them have been in prison in their own minds, in their own thoughts. They've been in prison in their ways. But God said today, I need a Silas and I need a Paul. I got to find somebody because we about to get up out of here. We about to get up. I need to find me a Paul. I need me a crazy Silas. Somebody grab you a neighbor. Grab you a neighbor and say, baby, if you pray, I'm going to praise. Hold the music because they're going to do the music. Come on. He said, if you pray, I'm going to praise. And we getting up out of here. Come on, somebody say, break chains. You ain't got the right partner. She ain't praying for you. Come on. Grab the hands. We're about to turn this place into an old-fashioned prayer meeting. I dare you to get you a Silas. Come on. Now we're about to get real vulnerable. I need you to tell them what's been imprisoning you. What's been holding you back? Look them in the eye and tell them. Maybe it's your lion tongue. Maybe it's backbiting. Maybe it's poverty. But I'm getting out of this prison today. I'm coming out of this prison. I'm coming out of this.
this prison. I ain't going back. I'm not going into 2022 with it. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Break walls. Let an earthquake happen. Shake the foundations. Shake the foundations. Shake the foundations. Is that the right silence for you? Is that the right Paul? You're not going back, daughter. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, you've been walking this way long enough, but God said, you're not going to repeat this cycle. I declare in the name of Jesus, freedom, 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 freedom. Paul, pray, Silas, praise Paul pray Silas praise shake the foundation shake it shake it shake it shake it freedom is happening shake it shake it Break it, shake it to break it, shake. Say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of this prison. 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 With a praise. I got me another one. Come out, come out, come out, come out. Woo. Hey. Come out, come out, come out, come out. I declare hey, 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 ho, ho. Yeah, fire on the Holy Ghost. Fire on the Holy Ghost. We'll consume her again. God said, I want you back on the wall. Consume her again. Fire, 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 fire. Come to the altars, Paul. 
Get back on the altar. Get back to the place of repentance where we can see miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back to that place of prayer. God's calling you to get back. I got a transition because I got a word but I never feel it so the prophetic anointing is flowing I feel the Holy Spirit there are about 45 intercessors that need to get back on the altar I need you to rush this altar now we're gonna pray over you come on just come from wherever you are before I left home, I prayed for a COVID-free environment. We good. Let's pray. Hands lifted. You've been demeaning yourself. This is the place of exchange. If you can't get down here, just stay in the aisles. Lift your hands. There's about to be a birthing on the altar. This just happens to be the ninth month. The month of birthing out. Hey, let me get the worship team. He said, this is the place of exchange. Come on, keep praying, keep praying. We're praying for tongues of fire. of fire hey sweep through this room tongues of fire sweep through this room tongues of fire come on pray like you do when nobody's watching The lady right there with the 
black jacket on. You got like a gray jacket and you got glasses. I'm pointing straight at you. Lift your hands, yeah. Back right here, right here, right here. Rhea, you. Lift your hands. <laughs> I just want you to know God told me to tell you I see you. These last 18 months have been frustrating for you. But I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that you're about to pick up a joy that you cannot contain. <laughs> How in the world did she see me out of all these people? Because his eyes are on you. And he told me to tell you that he never left you. That he never walked away. That even when they walked out, I walked in. I say that the joy of the Lord is here. You with the peach shirt on, lay your hands on our belly. I declare in the name of Jesus, receive your joy. Receive it. <laughs> receive it. Somebody shout joy. Unspeakable and full of glory. No more depression. No more anxiety. Some of you have been having anxiety attacks, panic attacks. If that's you, wave your hand. Panic attacks. I want to read a scripture to you from my mind. It says to cast all your cares, C-A-R-E-S, upon me. Watch this. That word translates anxiety. Stay in the same rhythm. He said, if that was you, raise your hand. You got, you've been having panic attacks, anxiety. I'm coming to you. Keep that same move, same rhythm. He said, I need you to take, oh, you, you, come here. Come on. Right there, yeah. Bye -bye -bye. She's going to demonstrate this. You're at the altar. He said, to take your anxieties and lay them on me. Wait, wait, wait. Take your cares and lay them on him because he's big enough to carry it. He didn't ask you to carry it. He said, I got you, girl. I got you, girl. Pick up your cares and throw it at him because he's big enough to carry it. How many of you know we serve a great big God? And he's strong and mighty. Mighty in battle. I'm praying. With that same sound, I want you to sing prophetically. We're going to pray. I'm going to lay hands for I'm praying for fresh fire. He told me he was going to give himself this year. This month, supernatural September. And he is an all-consuming fire. Let's talk about it. When fire shows up, it does two things. The first thing it does is it completely burns away everything that shouldn't be there. The second thing fire does is it completely sets everything on fire that it touches. <laughs> that it touches. <laughs> Woo, that it touches. <laughs> so there is an exchange. I'm about to let you let go of what you got. And he's going to let go of what he got. So he can give you his power. There's an exchange. <laughs> Release. There's an exchange. Woo! Fire. Fire. Woo. <laughs> oh, my God. God's healing your body. He just healed your body completely. 
in the name of Jesus. That sickness is trespassing. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. Go, go. Every addiction, <laughs> you're about to burn again. <laughs> burn, burn. <laughs> you carry something in the spirit. God said, you just birthed it. Y'all got some intercessors in here. I don't know what's happening around school, but I declare things are shifting. Things just shifted in your school. Come on, let him lean in on you. Wait, oh, glory, fire. been dragging you <laughs> I came to snatch you out what's been snatching at you I command every naysayer every liar 
every backbiter. I declare in the name of Jesus. God said, I'm about to restore your trust because you had given up hope in trusting in men and trusting in people. But God says, I'm the God that you can trust. Oh my God, 13 years of restoration. <laughs> he said, 13 years of hey, 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 turmoil. But God said, in a moment, I can restore. <laughs> restore. Oh, fire of the Holy Ghost. Woo. Lift your hands. God, we thank you. Oh. He said a threefold cord is not easily broken. He's talking about friendships and people. But God started dealing with me. He said a threefold cord, prayer, worship, and the word. That's how you're going to sustain the flame. That's how we're going to sustain the flame. Somebody say, that's how I'm going to sustain the flame. I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to worship. The Bible says this, and I'm leaving. The Bible says, and when all the children of Israel saw how, the fire came down, and the glory of the Lord was in the temple. The Bible says that they bowed down with their face to the pavement. This is how you're going to make it when troubles arise. Get your face on the pavement. This is how you're going to make it when the best friend walks away, your husband walks away, you're going to get on the pavement. When this is how you're going to make it, when you get that doctor's report that says you have cancer and it's in this last stage. You're going to get your face back on the pavement and you're going to pray and you're going to travail and you're going to call on the name of Jesus and he's going to answer. He's going to answer by fire. Somebody say, get back on the pavement. Get back on the pavement. <laughs> if you're going to go high in this season, you got to get low. If you want him to be high and lifted up, you got to get out of yourself. Stop thinking people got to call on you. Ask you to preach, ask you to pray. When I got in the building and they opened the door and I walked to the back and I saw my name on the door, I began to cry and say, God, who am I that you are mindful of me? Because if I really told my story, I'd have to throw this mic away because y'all wouldn't receive it. But who am I that you are mindful of a little girl like me? Get low if you want him to take you high and then get you a word that's going to sustain you. I'm done. He says, first thing is I want to initiate prayer. Second thing, I want to give an invitation to worship. Like the woman in Luke 7, she just went crazy, broke her box and got down at the feet of Jesus and he responded to her. 
I need you to look at your neighbor and say your faith is going to get God's response. And then the last thing he says, get you a word. He said, I'm going to ignite a word in you that centers and anchors you in the will of God. The last place I want to be is outside of the will of God. The only place I want to be in this season is dead center in the middle of his will. Somebody shout right there. Say, I want to be in the center of his will. I want to be caught doing what you called me to do. Let him catch you. Let him catch you worshiping. Let him catch you praising. Let him catch you dancing. Let him catch you evangelizing. Let him catch you prophesying. I want to be in the center of your will. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want my name in lights. Decrease me so that you can increase. I want his name in lights. Shout that name, Jesus. Jesus. Get a word, get a word, get a word. Get a word, get a word, get a word. I got a bunch of scriptures of words, but I need you to get your own word and stand on it. Prayer, worship, the word. You ain't gonna break me, devil. I got three tools. I got three weapons. That when I can't use one, I'll use the other. When I can't use one, I'll worship. When you try to stop my mouth, I'll dance. <laughs> when you try to take my song, I'll dance. Because I'm crazy. And I'll dance in your presence. Where my radical people at? I still got to. and I'm going to use my word. Every hand lifted. We're about to go. Woo. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, just take 30 seconds and just worship him. In the beauty of holiness. Oh, God, I'm grateful for the men in the room. God says supernatural September for you too. Where there has been no provision, God said, I'll provide. <laughs> I don't know what this church is believing for, what properties, schools. I believe God is going to provide. This is the year. You still got a couple of months. You got to launch out. Do what God put in your heart to do. He is a God that provides. Woo! He's going to teach you how to prosper. So God, we lift our hands to you today. God, we pray for visitations in our sleep. <laughs> God, wake us up again. 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 1 a.m. Wake us up again so that you can speak to us spirit to spirit. When we come out, we're coming out with glory on our faces. God, I declare in the name of Jesus that your power is already present among your people. Let your glory fill this room. Fill this temple with glory, God. Fill this temple with glory. Fill this temple with glory. Let there not be one time we enter in and there is no glory. We thank you that the glory cloud rests over this house.
we thank you for it now. God bless these musicians. Uh, man, I got to hear the Lord say multiple streams. They're going to start overtaking you. I declare multiple streams of income consume your life because of your obedience to say yes whenever you're called. God says, I'm going to reward you. I'm the God of double. I hope you believe it. He's a God of double. Double. He's a God of double. Yep. And he hasn't forgotten you. He's not slack concerning his promises. The promises of God are yes and amen. That basically says in my terminology, he signed, sealed it, and delivered it. And whatever it is that you ask for in his name, he's going to give it to you. And then put his stamp of approval on it so nobody can snatch it back. I declare double for you. Blessing of the Lord. Hiya. I declare like David played. I declare like a David. That God will begin to bless you, call you out from amongst your brothers. Stand you up and show you his favor. I declare the favor of the Lord upon you. Woo. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow. We declare it to be so. Woo. As smooth as you play it. God says, that's the type of peace I'm bringing into your life. I literally see him trying to dance with you. It's like a wooing into his presence. Come, he's like, come, 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 come. His desire is to minister to you in the secret place. You're going to start hearing notes that you've never heard before. Notes are going to turn into words. And those words are going to speak melodies to your soul. I declare the song of the Lord be in you. For the next record, for the next record, for the next record, let the next record come forth. Give a words for it in the name of Jesus. Man of God, it's not over. It just got started for you. Well, you've been seeing a stop sign. You might as well push it out of the way. I see go. There's more for you in this next season because what you've been doing is you've been starting and stopping, starting and stopping. But God said, now it's just time to go. That doesn't mean leave your homeland, but that does mean that you got to leave some old stuff behind so that you can go to your next level. I declare the blessing of the Lord upon you in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands and bless him. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Woo. How many of you feel the freedom in this room? Go ahead, dance the dance of freedom. Release the dance of freedom. Release the sound of freedom. Release us. Release us to our next level. Push us, God. Push us. We go behind the veil. We go behind the veil into the Holy of Holies, into the place where your glory dwells. We go there. We go there. We get out of the way. We move ourselves out of the way. And we go in your presence, in your presence, in your presence, in your presence, in your presence. We push past. We push past ourselves. And we go in your presence, God. Take us there to the mercy seat. <laughs> Take us there to the mercy seat, God. Hey. Hey. 